Hey guys, welcome back to Soulful Muse Podcast. I am Mariana, your host. Welcome back to another episode of Soulful Muse. This is my safe space and I hope it is one for you too. If you're new here, welcome. I do have a Soulful Muse playlist, so I hope you check it out too. Um, it'll be linked in my description below. And for those of you who come back and make me your company for a little while, I always like to express my gratitude, so I'm sending you the warmest hugs. Um, this week for me was new and intense and a little bit overwhelming, and I kind of want to talk about it. Um, but because of the reminders that I got throughout the week that have really helped me stay grounded and sane. Um, but before I begin today's episode, I'd like to share our soulful spotlight of the week. So this week's soulful spotlight goes out to Federico Hernandez Jr. His business is called Custom Stud. He started his small business in May of 2020, where he started selling benches that later also transitioned to dining tables and then expanded to more custom requests for his customers. He tells me that after his mother's passing in May of 2020, he was depressed and he knew that the one way to cope with his grief was to get himself busy. So woodworking became his, his escape and his therapy. Uh, Federico also tells me that his dad helps me helps him, sorry, with some woodwork, like sanding or cutting boards, but he does everything else on his own. He is based in Houston, Houston, Texas. His projects right now are personalized cutting boards and dining tables upon request. You can reach him through his email, but he also has a website, so I'll leave both of those on the de description below. I will also add his Instagram handle. Um, his work is really dope, you guys. Y'all should check it out. These boards are like perfect for a home staple or family gifts. They're really, really cool. Um, so guys, this week, I'll tell you guys why this week was a little intense. Um, as a lot of you guys now know, I am not working as a teacher anymore. I am now doing marketing and business development for a really cool company. And this week did bring challenges. Um, I was introduced to the more challenging side of my role in this company, and it's really interesting to navigate. Um, in the beginning of the week, I felt uh, very overwhelmed with the list of tasks that I had to do, and then it made me think of the time and how there wasn't enough time for me to complete them, and I had my eyes glued to the computer, and I was panicking, I didn't know where to start, I was doing everything at once, and... One of my coworkers was like, hey, slow down. Um, he said, slow down. There's still tomorrow. There's still tomorrow. And that got me thinking. Um, I feel like with me, it's really easy for me to get overwhelmed when I know there's a lot to do. And I don't know where to start or I do everything at once and I forget about some things. And with what he said, I kind of just took a step back and slowed down one task at a time because honestly I forgot what I always say all the time and I, I should be practicing what I preach right baby steps are big steps and um I've also been re reflecting like it's almost the end of the month the time is flying but it feels like that because we are keeping ourselves really busy and our work and our routines can become very overwhelming I think 
Um, so I'm kind of thinking like, how do we navigate that? How can we cope with the stress of our everyday routines? Um, I've had multiple conversations this week and I think it's something that everyone can benefit from. I think it happens a lot, maybe a lot more than we, we want it to, that we get so buried in work that we forget about ourselves. We come home and we bring the stress over to the house. Um, we should be coming home and be able to breathe, to wind down, right? And I think also when we don't know how to cope with the stress of every day, or we don't know, we don't have like coping mechanisms, and then we run the risk of projecting it or like letting it out on other people. And that's not fair. Um, and it's happened to me a lot of times where I snap at people uh, out of nowhere because I have stress bottled up that I don't know how to process or that I haven't um, worked on <laughs> with other things, right? Usually, if you know me, I let myself cry. I love crying though. I have come to believe that for me, crying is my best way to cope with stress. Um, because after a good cry, I feel a lot better. Um, but that's maybe just the cancer in me, I don't know. Um, but it's honestly different for everyone. Um, so I want to talk about it. The ways that we can de-stress from our everyday stress. Um, I think that if we don't listen to this particular stress and we keep our bodies in overdrive, then we do let ourselves burn out. Um, and I have to say that I got really lucky to have the supervisor that I have because she listens to me and she's very considerate of my well-being in the office and in life. And so I think that communicating and building this trust with her, it really makes me feel better to tell her like, hey, I'm not having a good day. I feel stuck with this task. Um, can you help me? Like, what can I do? You know, like it's, I feel she's giving me a safe space to ask for help. And you know me, sometimes I'm very stubborn. I don't like asking for help, right? Um, but she's helped me find ways to cope with that stress. And one of those things is focusing on what ca we can control at the moment. Just becoming aware. Um, she, if we're doing too many things at once, it is important to refocus, right? And make a checklist with smaller tasks. So things that don't require too much of our effort so that we can get the work done in a more efficient way, we can start with those and then move on to the things that are more complicated, right? Um, and that's helped me out a lot. Um, I've never been one to be organized with a planner, but I do have a weekly one that only shows the tasks of the week. And it makes me feel a lot better than seeing a planner that shows the entire month um, so if you're like me that can get easily overwhelmed when you see you have a lot to take on at work or your daily routine, get a weekly planner. It's a really good way to get more organized. And I see a lot of them on teach like at TJ Maxx or Marshalls. Um, I've always said that I'm an organized mess and that works for me. So I'll keep doing it until I find something else that works better. But a weekly planner is Chevskis. What else? Um, I remember asking, I mean asking, talking about this last week and I'm such a hard believer in this. Write a letter to yourself, to someone, to the stress itself. Dump 
everything that's on your mind and tear that paper up. It's so liberating, you guys. There are no rules to writing this letter either because you'll be the only one to see it. So write that letter and let me know how you feel afterwards. Um, I actually took my own advice. Oh, I know, surprising. And I wrote someone a letter. Um, it was very much a letter of letting go. And I think I was holding on to an energy that was keeping me from growing. Um, and I had to write it all down. It was a beautiful moment for me. Uh, anyways, I was watching some interviews. I always, I don't know. Okay, so... I don't know if you know this about me, but I love watching interviews on YouTube, like the Jimmy Fallon, Drew, Barry, Drew Barrymore, and like some other ones. Um, I think they're really wholesome too, uh, and I like to have them playing while I'm doing chores or just like in the background. But anyway, I've watched one where Salma Hayek, uh, I don't remember what show she was on, maybe the Drew Barrymore or maybe Kelly Clarkson, I don't know, but... She was saying, if you're ever feeling sad, go to your room and dance it out. And it really got me thinking, like, we don't have to wait to be sad or stressed. Having a dance moment in our room is so empowering. And I think letting our bodies move is so important. Whether you go to the gym or you're walking or you're dancing, you're at a night out. I have always taken so much pride in... Well, yes, moving my, my body, but the music itself, the music side of this. I've always taken so much pride in my playlists. I love my music taste. I don't know. Ah. But I like to think it's because it's very diverse and I'm, you know, expanding my music taste even more, right? But my point is, with this music escape, if you don't want to dance, you can also jam out. I love singing in the car. I don't care who watches. I've had, I remember one of my sister's friends um, told me once, she, like, she was like, oh my God, was that you singing in the car? I was like, yes. Anyways, um, I'm getting so distracted over here. Um, but yeah, it feels so good. And it's such a good way to de-stress and distract your mind from the stress at work or other things going on in our lives. Like there's this one place... Find a playlist that you won't skip a song to or a soundtrack. There's, for me, for me, <laughs> there's the Greatest Showman soundtrack. It's maybe nerdy. I don't even, I don't care. But those songs give me chills all the time. I will sing them at the top of my lungs or the Umberano Sinti album. Oof. Anyways. Um, and okay, well, since I'm already talking about playlists, might as well mention mine again, the Soulful Muse playlist. I don't know, but I think it's so grounding uh, to listen after a long day. I'm not gonna lie. I think it's nice. Or in the mornings when you're on your way to work, if you want to just ground yourself and just, you know, be at a calm state. Um, but yeah, I'll link it too. Um, anyways, let me wind down again because I'm getting way too excited about this. Um, I think in order for us to avoid burnout, it is important to understand how it manifests. And I remember when I was a teacher, I encountered burnout way too soon and I couldn't keep up with myself. Um, so with this new job, I'm changing my attitude and my habits and my coping mechanisms so that 
I can actually enjoy my entire days at work. I want to be happy to show up at work and do the work. Does that make sense? Um, and so I remember this burnout felt so icky. Uh, I saw this one post a while back about what burnout can look like. And it makes so much sense. Um, basically, it's like we feel little to no motivation. We are emotionally overwhelmed with insomnia. We can't sleep. We get more easily triggered about everything. And our anxiety can also get amplified and through the roof. Um, and right now, recently, the past few days, I've been getting notifications of my snap memories. And one of those was a fit check. But the hair I had at work was literally the hair I woke up with. Um, I also had no makeup, no intention or like no motivation to look good at work. Uh, that happened a lot actually. And it was a me I did not recognize. And reflecting on it now, I feel like I've come a long way. Um, ahorita me siento más tranquila. Aunque el trabajo se estaba poniendo un poco más complicado... Es algo que sé, o sea, que sé que me va a hacer crecer. Y también estoy aprendiendo a explorar otros, otras habilidades en mí que no sabía que tenía. Entonces, por eso creo que estos momentos que nos estresan son muy importantes. Pero creo que también la actitud que tenemos es lo que nos ayuda a salir adelante. So, if our attitude is trash, then your stress will linger and it will eat you alive. Um, anyway, I do remember too that during this burnout, I was a teacher. Uh, I was tearing my nails apart. Me arrancaba los pellejitos de las uñas y no me importaba que sangrara porque estaba yo más enfocada en la ansiedad y el estrés que tenía no me dejaba pensar so there was times where I would just like yank my nails out or my little the little pellejitos I don't know what, what pellejitos is called like the little skin um, and I would bleed and I just it, I couldn't stop bleeding and I was like bro what but I wouldn't realize it until like the blood oh god it's just so gory I'm sorry anyways it was just a very um, I don't know I don't know what was going on with me but my hands are fine, you guys. I'm better. My hands are pretty. I'm a hand model now. What do you mean? Um. Anyways, the stress was literally eating me alive. And I was, like, functioning on automatic. I had no awareness of what I was doing to myself. Um, I remember being so scared of taking any time off, too. Uh, because I was so anxious about the kids. And I, I wanted to make sure that they were happy and safe. Um. So getting a sub and everything was also a hassle. Um. But anyway, now with this new job and a really nice supervisor, I am not afraid to take time off. I think time off is essential to either rest when we're sick or to take a mental health day or take care of things that we need to when, um, when we have to make time for, right? I think it's about creating a boundary too between work life and our life outside of work. Um, after five, I don't have to worry about work until the next day. Um, now, but I remember as a teacher, I take my work 
home and not stop working or prepping activities until like midnight. I remember sending emails to parents at 10 p.m. Like what? Anyways, I respect the work teachers do. Uh, But I do feel, since I've lived that experience myself, that teachers deserve a lot more recognition and love and uh, a race (laughs) for practically raising children and working nonstop day after day to ensure the well-being of each child. Teachers are superheroes, you guys. Um, I really hope to be that one mom that will spoil every teacher my kids have because they do so much and I always appreciated when I was reassured that my work as a teacher was reflected in the kids uh, in the kids' behavior and stuff. Uh, but damn, it really took a toll on me. Um, and I didn't realize it until those memories, right? So yeah, I think, let me see. Another thing we can do to cope with the stress of everyday lives. Um, I think it really is about creating a community, right? Because we can't do this alone. Um, And this, I mean, um, creating a tight circle of friends where the energy is always reciprocated. Um, We vent to each other, but uh, we're also comfortable enough to be okay for them to just listen. Um, It's important that we realize that we share our feelings and our stress for a reason. Um, It sucks when people dump everything on you and you kind of inevitably soak up all the emotional turmoil like a sponge. Uh, It's not fair. It's very exhausting when it happens. Uh, But we have to remind ourselves that friends are not therapists. Friends are there to listen, not solve our problems. So I think we, like with my friends, with my group of friends, um... Every time that I'm venting, I send them like a like a snap, right? Uh, because that's mainly how I communicate with them. And I always say, you don't have to reply to this, but I just want to say X, Y, Z. And it's just me letting it out. And they really do have the option of listening or not. Like, I'm not making them listen. I'm just kind of letting, the, letting it out. Does that make sense? Um, and you know what? They always listen. So I love them. <laughs> Anyways. We have to stay reminded or, yeah, about our awareness on how we cope with our stress. Um, I don't know. It's like we have to find the outlets that make us feel good and feel more at ease. Uh, that don't distract us, but that let us heal from that stress. Um, because bottling our stress up creates an unproductive life, I think. We need to let ourselves flow. We have to flirt with the challenges that bring, that the life brings. That's how we let ourselves become better. Cheers to that. I don't know. Um, anyway, I think I'll stop here. I don't have any soul medicine OTD today. I promise I'll have something new next week. Because I know I haven't really been uh, adding that in the last couple episodes. Um, but yeah, let's focus on ourselves and let's focus on listening to our stress and avoiding burnout. Um, I hope you all have a great week. I hope you guys flirt with the challenges that the week brings because you got this hot stuff. Anyways, the month is almost over. We have to push through. Um, and yeah, anyways, that's it for me until next time. Besitos.